Yeah. The really tight skinny singlet. Yeah. Everyone looked like Kim Possible. Basic. <laughs> basic. I have some of those pants. Now basic bitches Wait, are just oh suicide squads. Is that working now, buddy? Oh. Alright. Remember the saddest part of being a shark is they don't get to eat Pringles. <gasps> oh my god! I had a stress dream that me and Iggy Azalea were together and I don't like her music and she got personally offended. It became a whole fucking thing. If oh, I was a musician, I would. Well, I don't know what to tell you, man. It's not my gym. Yeah, if Meg didn't like fuck the music you, I made. Me and you're like, no, fuck that. I was like, I'm trying, I'm just not into it. <laughs> Do something else. Ladies <laughs> and future boys, welcome to another episode of the School of Wayward Nerds, the almost educational podcast designed to give you a nugget of knowledge about all things comic book, TV, movies, and video games. I'm your host, Toby DePola, and if you are listening to this, then you probably already know that today we are talking about reboots. The irony is this episode is a remake. <laughs> um, everything died. Everything died. So, some, re- me yep. <laughs> some reboots are good. Some reboots are bad. Most reboots are bad. <laughs> um, but before we get into it, let's introduce some people. To my left, we have our producer, Dorito Quinn. And I came up with a new name for Kai, but fuck, I don't know what, what it was. What was it? Hi, Dave. No, no it was another one. Banger. It was like a day ago. Oh, oh this is the one I didn't hear. Those people talking over there are actually Megan Chikatilo and the White Collar. Wow. Blimey. The four of us combined are the School for Wayward Nerds. Remember that name, remember to rate, remember to review, and remember to subscribe. Alright. Unless you forget. And then we understand, because not all of us have great memories. Well, make sure you subscribe yeah. before you forget. That's a slip of reference. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> At the time of recording, there is roughly between 100 and 130 reboots currently in development, and it's not a precise number, because we don't know if the Tom Cruise Mummy movie is getting a cinematic universe right now. I hope they try anyway. They should reboot them um, goldfish with the big eyes. <laughs> but they exist. That's like a species that they is around. They rebooted them with like some other shit. They like rebooted a bird eyes. recently. Eyeball fish. Some type of bird got extinct and they've like evolved back into existing, and everyone's mad that they're rebooting animals now. Whoa. Yeah. What bird? I don't remember. Like a dodo? No, it wasn't a cool bird. It was some oh, generic ass bird. Internet. Um, that's cool. Dodo. Yeah. Yep, from Ace Ventura to Zorro and everything in between. Reboots have been around for many, many years. And a couple of years ago, we had Ben-Hur come out, right? Wow. A remake of a film from 1959, which was a remake from a film from 1925, which was a remake of a silent movie in 1907, all based on a novel from 1880. I reckon that silent one would be trash. I like, I like that silent films have the fun piano. I want one to just have, like, the Doom soundtrack. <laughs> I think maybe not. Be interesting, I'll give it that. Um, Since Tarzan of the Apes in 1918, filmmakers have known you could make movies based on other stories previously told. So for over a hundred years now, this has been a trend. It's hard to say um, what the first reboot was though, as almost everything is based off something else. Um, But to find the real reboot, we need to lay down the rules to separate it from adaptation or a sequel. Alright, a reboot will take elements of an established franchise while changing or abandoning others for the sake of updating it for a new audience while still appealing to the original fans. Um, it is also 
It also has to ignore and leave behind earlier continuity and chart its own course. Otherwise, it's just a weird sequel. Uh, with that said, the first reboot to perfectly fit the term is 1984's The Return of Godzilla. Since the original Godzilla in 1954, the shitload of Godzilla movies to come out after would just continue in the universe. But the 84 one started it all from scratch, ignoring everything that had come before it. There is no Mecha Godzillas, no Mothras, just pure uncut Godzilla. And since then, that's been rebooted twice again, right? You had the Matthew Broderick version that blamed Godzilla's rage on, like, woman hormones? Yeah, because Godzilla's always been a girl. Yeah, but it was pregnant and that made it fucking angry. That's probably, like, the real thing. I think there's an ice skating level in that movie. I think I'd be angry I'd be pregnant with lizards. And then they've got the new one that's currently up to the Mothras and such. Yeah, it's the second one. Yep. I don't like in the trailer where the guy goes, Oh my god, and the other guy jumps and goes, Zilla! Like, you fucking asshole. Fucking <laughs> this is serious <laughs> shit, we're all gonna die. Yeah. I remember in the one that, the first one, like, that this is a sequel of. Yeah. Um, there was, like, a bunch of people, and they had heavy accents, yeah. but the way they said Godzilla, like, you couldn't even tell. Which one is this? You're talking about one you remember? The most recent one. Yeah. The, like, not counting King of Monsters or whatever it's called. I had a memory of a dude screaming about Godzilla and a Charmander nearby, and it took me forever to work out what the fuck that was, but it's a scene from Austin Powers' Gold Member. Oh, um, no! Isn't that something? The 2014 one it was. Right. I'm sure someone said Godzilla and I thought they said Gorilla and I thought is this that fucking one where he fights King Kong but it was Godzilla King Kong is like up to Godzilla's knee he's nothing mate no it's dumb fine but one's boring one's a giant monkey who likes Carmen Electra I think it was at the end of date movie or something yeah dude Carmen Electra's great is that Sophie Monk no 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 that's date movie wait what yeah, no, they're both in it. Yeah, they're both movie. in it. Their happy ending is they go to Kong Island. Yeah, unrelated and woman. Carmen Electra gets killed. Ooh, I like hairy boys. And then she he crushed her and the yeah. credits. I remember. She used to date Dennis Rodman. He wore a wedding dress to celebrate his book. This Yay. is a history lesson, new people. All right. From here, we've seen many, 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 many reboots. Uh, so today, we're going to discuss a few that are good, a few that are bad, and a little bit of both. Um, this obviously isn't definitive. These are ones we personally liked or hated. So don't expect to see Planet of the Apes from 2011 in our good pile, and don't expect to see Planet of the Apes from 2001 in our bad pile. Just don't expect to see Planet of the Apes. I haven't seen them. Just in general. I've seen one, they're shit. You maniac, you blew it all up. I prefer oh, the no. most recent ones about how Hey, these monkeys are smart enough to do their own shit. Their slogan is apes together strong or something. They're that fucking smart, how come they can't even slow it? Apes together roll together. It's like not even a sentence and it's apes meant to be about how they're fucking smart. Together. Eat banana together. Do you guys have any good or bad reboots you want to throw down? Yay! Yay! Uh, I like a Spider-Man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> they're all really good, and they just get better way. in their own way. Except for I like Tom Holland, he's very nice. He's a good Spider-Man, good Peter Parker. 
Yeah. He's well. mm-hmm. the good in them. He can do both well. The other two couldn't. The other two could do one of them. Yeah, well. Garfield yeah. was good Spider-Man, bad Peter Parker, and Tobey Maguire was like a was definitely a dork. He could easily push down some stairs, so he's got the Peter Parker vibe. Spider-Man, yeah. I think, was really bad. Yeah. yeah. Remember when he like tipped all the sand out of his boot, and then it cut to him go. Pfft. And then it to a different scene. Yeah. That's, no, that's not him. That's the edit. No, that's yeah. just something I remember about oh, those no, movies. Like, it was good. I don't know. Like, I just, I just would like to point out that that's not his fault. Yeah, yeah, hatred of it is not his fault. Look, those Spider-Man movies were were bomb, except for three, I guess. Uh, but but we've seen okay. what we've that seen with Sandman in the subways like one of the best fights mm. in a movie. Yeah, but we've seen superhero movies get so much further than that in this yeah, day and age you know just with like more technology coming out and being able to do stuff yeah the expectations being raised yeah but I think but it's good for its time I don't know if um, I think other characters in that movie make him look like a bad Spider-Man the fact that like every single villain kills themselves and stuff like it's a weird pattern to emerge. Oh, like, I got a spider sense there's a big glider coming, I better let it kill my friend's dad. Just leave him there and I'll jump out the way. Yeah, but wasn't it good when the butler's like, I loved your father, but he was a dick and he killed himself. <laughs> and then and then his son's like, you're fired. Then his son goes, you lost my father, you've had the old bull, you're the young car. Oh. You need that young buck. And that's the end of the episode today. Good night, folks. Alright. So it's called Young Buck. Okay. (laughs) If you want. Young Buck 3. Alright. Young Buck Chi. Seeing as we've done this episode before, I've had some time to do bonus research. Um, Fuck the Robocop reboot. The most recent one. It looked cool, I'll give it that. Um, yeah, I watched the first two and then a little bit of the reboot because, you know, life. And the, the original ones are like... They're, they're, they're making a statement about the epitome of, like, ultra-violence in the 80s. Mm-hmm. How the world sucks and corporations suck and there's a lot of, like, blood. And, like, just in standard movies as well, it's making a lot of comments. And then the new one's like, oh, no blood, no swearing... There's no tits in it. It's a very... It's a safe PG movie, which is kind of like an insult to what it's supposed to be. Mm. You know? Anything that's a shameless cash-in and doesn't have the heart of the original tends to fall very fucking flat. Mm. That's a prime example of it. Yeah. They tried to have a message like the original ones did. They're like, oh, there's drones in Afghanistan. And, like, that was the extent of anything. Oh, it's like, yeah. all right, great. Uh, yeah, like, yes, is okay. that good or bad? And they're like, "Fuck you! We're not gonna swear or bleed." <laughs> I'm like, all right, then. Is that? A they say, "Fuck you!" But we're not gonna swear. Yeah. Probably. Oh no. Um. Heck you to damn. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about you, Trey? Do you have a reboot? I think when we recorded it last time, we agreed towards the end that that like. Things like Tangled by Disney's mm-hmm. a reboot, the old story. Yeah, like it's and they made it pretty cool. That's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good movie. We we did we also discussed that 
though things can be adaptations or remakes, they still kind of fall into the reboot category at this point. It's become a group yeah. term. Um, mm-hmm. And oh, the Dread movie's really good. Yeah. It's a lot better than Judge Dread, even though they're completely different just based on the comic. And the second one suffered greatly because of how shit the first one was. Yeah. But and you got to give it a good. chance. I think everyone should watch that if they like their action. Mm-hmm. And you said it was like um, pretty much a, a movie length hallway scene. Yeah, almost. Just like pauses when everyone's dead. An important thing is that he doesn't take off the helmet. Yeah, because that's what he do. That helmet inspired the design for Robocop a little bit. Oh, golly. I think Robocop design is part of all of What did you think of that clip I sent you? No. No. When they're trying to make a Robocop 2 in Robocop 2. See, there's another good message. Well, the moral is, if you rush, if corporations rush shit out to make money, they suck. Oh. That's what the commentary about this sequel was. And they make a Robocop 2. He come out and he immediately rip his head off and he scream and fall down. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing, bro? And they shoot some dicks. <laughs> yeah. That was um, in the first one. It's good. Do not reboot. I think it's good that you hate. Yeah, go. What's up? Crash of the Titans. You like them. They took a game that had been made about 40 times, minus the car Oh, we're talking seven. about Crash Bandicoot? Yeah. Oh, you're not talking about Clash of the Titans, the movie? No, nah, that's a pretty good part. Okay. But they said, we've made too many Crash Bandicoot games. There's racing ones, they're different. We tried Crash Bash, no one liked it. We tried a normal one and a card one. Now what? And they did. They changed it all and added a lot of new mechanics, and I thought it was good. I think it didn't need to be a reboot. That, that was my thing. Like, that was a fun game and it had fun designs, but they're so far from what Crash Bandicoot is. That they could have been their own thing and it'd be fun. Different. That was the only thing. They look different, and now there's monsters. Yeah, I suppose, but they, they, they could have that could have stood on its own. It didn't need to be a Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, I think a bad one is Skylanders. Oof! How do you feel about Skylanders, Kyle? I never played it, so I'm not going to say nothing about. Well, are you over eight years old? It depends on the day. Today. I don't know. Oh well, then I don't know if you like it because if you're over eight years old, you won't like it because <laughs> it's fucking boring. It's a children's game. And when Did we you play it, Trey? Yeah, it's real bad. I, my, like, seven-year-old cousin had it, and I tried it, and I was like, how is this Spyro? Mm. Um, and another one I like, but I'll keep this one real short because we're having an episode about it, is Doom. Doom. Doom is a very good reboot. Doom, Doom. I think, I think the new Doom captured what the first what the original was supposed to be like given it's limited I think that visuals like and the, shit they're like the that one was good when it came out and this one was good when it came out they both like not the same thing but they both achieved the same thing with what they could at the time yeah and I'm excited for the new one I enjoyed it doesn't it. have a release date oh okay it says December maybe Alright, I got a bad one that I gotta bring up again and Yay. relive in my brains. Do it. Ain't that a shame. Do it. Um, so I joked it, it earlier in the episode. Hmm? Don't you do this? 
I joked about Tim Burton's Apes reboot back there, but it ain't the shittiest reboot the King of Goth Teenagers has bestowed upon us. That would be 2005's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I've <laughs> got another reboot for you. Um, the original Wonka, played by Gene Wilder, had this charming diabolical edge to him, and he was great. Oh, Gene Wilder. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Johnny Depp's version was not actually based on Michael Jackson, apparently. Apparently. Toby doesn't believe. Him. I heard that Michael Jackson wanted to buy the rights to. Spider-Man. He wanted to buy the rights to Spider-Man so he could be Spider-Man. Yeah, he wanted yeah, to be Spider-Man in the movies, Spider-Man. and he almost did. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, well, imagine that as a reboot. Johnny Depp claims that um, his version of Wonka is a mix of game show hosts, Captain Kangaroo, and Fred from Scooby Doo. Do you know what would have been better for him to say? What? It's literally anything else. It's a mix between um, what's the Lone Ranger's friend? Tonto. Tonto. Um, guy from Pirates of the Caribbean. Insert another four Johnny Depp characters. Edward Hands. Um, yeah, they're all Edward Scissorhands. Hi, dude. Oh, yeah, Fear and Loathing. No. Every, every character he plays oh. is the same, except for in that weird Tusk movie. Oh, yeah, he's a, he's a French detective. Else. Mad Hatter? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, it's in one of them crappy Game of Thrones. Um, I'm not Game of Thrones. Yeah, Hunger Games. Game of Thrones um, oh yeah, Team Debs. Yeah, there's a whole. Who's, who's good at Hunger Games? What's the name of like where they live? It's like a sector, is it? It's like district. Yeah, there's a district yeah, called the the Depth District, and it's just uh, every character because they're the same. <laughs> there's also one of Nude Women. Oh. Mm. Sophie yeah. D. Everybody. Um, what's more baffling than Johnny Depp's uh, explanation for his character is was the fact. Else? No, it's the fact that he was. It was either going to be Johnny Depp or Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Mm. <laughs> uh, why would jo- that would be, be like insane? <laughs> be fucking be insane. And this is before like Fast and Furious and Jumanji and shit. Like this is not peak yeah, this Dwayne. This is like when he was in the Doom movie. Um. I have two favourite parts of this film. Go. One is when the old woman loves grapes. Yep. And the other I love one is grapes. when... Um, what's the, like, rich blonde girl? Rebecca Salt. Yeah, how her mum just pulls that, like, serial killer face. Oh, I love it. I'll post it on a Facebook, but, like, now. So it's out of context and weird. Yeah, it's just, like, <laughs> really scary. Yep. Um... Alright, the whole movie carries this weird fucking style, like, taking the original movie and in every way distorting it in a way that kind of feels uncanny valley in its, in its like, position. There's probably only, like, one or two main scenes that are, like, completely different. Makes me goddamn queasy, it's gross. The characters, the visuals, the weird backstory about Wonka's dad, even the music. I might not like musicals, ever, but the original music is memorable as fucking fuck. In the in the first Willy Wonka. Nice musical times bigger, longer, and uncut. Okay, um, but I don't remember anything that um, that Deep Roy sang. That's the uh, Deep Roy. That's uh, the that's the guy who was the, all the Oompa Loompas. Um, 
He had to sing every song like 25 times so they could do all the different like voice. Can I just tell you guys a story about when I was at work? Okay, tell us. It's related to this. To Deep Roy. No, it's related to just a song. What was it? So, for some reason, me and my workmate were just talking shit. And it was really funny. And um, we're talking about something and I was like, Tyler Creator songs. I just know the one from Loader Squad where he wants to fuck that old lady. Yeah. That's a really good one. You should Google it. Um. Now the scene from Epic Movie is better than the entire reboot of Willy Wonka. Yeah, that's a fun episode. Um. Scenes. And yes, it is technically a reboot as it was a second attempt at a franchise because neither made it to the Glass Elevator sequel. They are both yeah, not I good. I remember reading that at school, but not the first book or something. Right, that's a, that's a weird way you went about it. What happens in that? Because, like, it's just the glass elevator. Because remember they get in the glass elevator and then it, like, fucking flies away and they roll credits? Oh. Yeah, it's, it's the, just the next movie's the them just having hijinks in the fucking elevator, I guess. Oh, okay. Because, um. like, I always wondered what that would actually look like and what it would be, because... Yeah, they go through, through they, go through, like, they go through Detroit and someone steals the wheels of the elevator and leave it on bricks. At least we're not from Detroit. I have a question for Detroit. you, fellas. Okay, and then we'll talk about a good reboot. If you were a rich person, yeah, and you could just reboot something, what would it be? Cranky anchors. What? Bringing back prank phone calls, calls, baby. What do you do, Meg? It's hard to think of one that isn't currently getting a reboot development. Yeah. Just looking around the room like, do something cool with Daddy Boop. They have tried so many times and it has never gone anywhere. It's do weird. something. Kind of a sassy Daddy bitch Boop. living a life, mate. It's not hard. Uh, yeah, like, like a special TV show where she does shenanigans and stuff. Yeah, you're like two and a half men, but good. Yeah. Hey, Dorito Quinn, what's a reboot you would like to see happen? Well, mate, you are making it. Yeah. You're a dangerously rich woman. What are you rebooting? My life. Too bad. That's tracks. <laughs> that was good. I was never keen on them, but I would like to make a good horror version of Gremlins. Mm. Oh, this has only That's come up because this, when we recorded the old version of this, uh-huh. this hadn't been announced yet. Young Meg. Yes. Have you seen the news about the next Saw remake? That no. crap one's not getting sequels now. Guess who's making it? Who? Chris Rock. What the fuck? <laughs> I want him Actually, to be... Actually, that's on our, our Facebook. I yeah, want Eddie Murphy to be the next Friday the 13th director. What the fuck? Yeah, why does he... Why do you I don't know, but I picture him Chris? being the director from Jane Silent Bob Strike Back just yelling and being racist. The entire production of Saw. I have a technical remake because they've tried to franchise it a couple of times. How uh, would you got? Shadowhunters. Ooh, they keep trying. Because it was, it's a really, really good and engaging book series. They tried to film. It failed. It was... Actually, it wasn't too bad, but it failed. Um, then they tried to make a TV show of it. And the TV show 
has very little to do with the books. Oh, I um, always thought it was like a direct sequel, no. and that would have been way better. It's it's yeah. They they started it where you're like, oh cool, like they're gonna put their own spin on like what happened, but they're still telling the story. And then all of a sudden they started like killing off a bunch of really important characters and bringing people that didn't matter at all. And you're like, what are you doing? Hang, hang yeah. it, back it up, back it up. Because the stories are like, I legitimately had to go out and find all of them within reading like the first chapter. And the TV shows like, I tried to stick with it so hard. But it's so it, I just can't do it. Yeah. Oh no. It's always a shame like that, huh? I think one that I enjoy, but I'm probably one of the only people who uh, like fans of the original that enjoyed is Evil Dead. Mm. I that was a you like movie. a lot of the slasher reboots. Yeah, but this play. is the furthest from the original. But that that there's so many Easter eggs in it that it's like good in that way. I think that's what a remake should be, or reboot, like a new take, very different, but like acknowledging what it was, because I thought that was a good spook, obviously nowhere near as good as um, our friend Bruce Campbell, because mm. those ones are great. He's announced that he's working on a very fleshed out Evil Dead video game. Yeah, that's probably part of it. There's probably an advertising campaign for it. Alright, Kai, you were sad about oh. Ghost Hunters. Shadow, Shadow Hunters. So, yeah. let's... Like, like, Ghost Hunters? Geez, so, let's talk like about Ghost a good reboot. Ghost Hunters. Cleanse your palate. Alright, here we go. You assholes know that this is, this is like, the perfect reboot. The solidiest gold one. The apex of all things. And it's 1991... And 1993's Adam's Family Movies. Mm. Mm. We can all agree on this. The reboot of the TV series, which was an adaptation of the comic book, uh, the comic strip in the New York Times back in 1938. Those original comics are what the current Adam's Family reboot is based on, so when you say, oh, they look ugly, what you really should be saying is, oh, they look accurate. Also, if you see, like, um, a goth Scarlett Johansson picture on your Facebook, go. Nice. Yeah, there's a picture of Scarlett Johansson with a lot of facial piercings and her hair white and black, and they're like, look at her in the Morticia reboot. It's like, no, that's not a thing. Stop clicking on that. I haven't seen that ever. I've seen it like four Maybe times not. this month. Oh. Alright, fuck that shit. Um, <laughs> Just fuck that shit. Yep. Anyway, this version ticks all the boxes. It's updated the world for a new audience. It made tweaks to fit the new narrative, making Festa Gomez Adam's sibling instead of Morticia's. Uh, it also kept the the heart and point of the original uh, by taking a nice standard everyday community and putting these Tim Burton reject monsters smack bang in the middle of it. The cast of the reboot movies were so perfect in their roles. You had uh, Raul Julia, Christopher Lloyd, Christina Ricci, Angelica Houston, Jimmy Workman, and Joan Cusack in values in you know in the second one. Um, and it all holds up like now. It holds up as fuck. Um, there's something very timeless about the two movies, and now the 90s-ness of all the normal people around the family have a weirdness to them as well. Like, mm. the what I the 90s was just like a distorted version of now in, like, a weird, 
gross way. I don't. It, the nuclear family's gross. Now you could say that now is a stood-ordered version of them. Now is a post-apocalyptic future where everyone cares about social media and not their fucking lives. Yay! Oh. Mind control! Um, uh-huh. I think every time they reboot Adam's family, it probably gets a little better. Yeah. This is annoying because we've already done it. I know, I it think sucks. this is very important. The one that is coming out later this year is just every character in it is like, oh, that dude... That's really cool. Um, it's got very good casting. Wednesday, for legal reasons, I'm only going to say what their characters are. <laughs> Wednesday is played by Hit Girl. Um, Pugsley, that's going to be weird, even though it's just voices, uh-huh. is the kid from Stranger Things and It. Yep. Ah. Morticia. Well, I'm just going to have to kill the fucking clown. Yeah, that kid. Yeah. Um, Morticia is played by um, Furiosa from Mad Max. And Gomez is Apocalypse and Poe Dameron. He fits the character so well. He fucking looks like Gomez Adams. Who Uncle Festa? You told me this last time we recorded this episode. I don't fucking remember. (gasps) Nick Kroll. Mm, He Uh, good. Big Mouth. Big Mouth is a good reboot of puberty. Yeah. Reboot puberty, everybody. I, I keep looking going, I don't know who Denise is, but she's familiar, and it's like the stupidest shit why I don't know who it is. Yeah, what? Who's um, Denise? You know, you know Angel from Dexter? Yeah. It's like his daughter, or niece, or something. Very specific. In like two episodes. It's weird that you remember that. Yay! She's also in Robocop. Oh, wow. <laughs> Robocop's good. In Dragon Wars. That sounds interesting. It looks like a horror movie you would watch. Okay. A cool one. I do like them. Um, a bad reboot? Superman Returns. Yeah. Yes. I can't get past, like, the first ten minutes of that film. Good. <laughs> and Scott Pilgrim. Cannot watch them. They nice. put me straight oh. to sleep. Kyle, you're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Trey. I like opinions that aren't shit. <laughs> um... It's hard. This was a hard episode to work on, as when you try and fit movies into the title of reboot, you often find it's not the case. No super, you know, comic book movies—they're all technically adaptations, not reboots, except for very, like, one very specific case, and it's Superman Returns. Instead of taking plots and motives and all the goodies from action comics or the Superman comic line, uh, definite pedophile Ryan Singer based his entire Superman movie on the Richard Donner Superman films. Is he really? Uh, he settled a bunch of stuff out of court, but I'm not going to forget that. That's If you got to do that, there may be something... Yeah, something's going on. Mm. Going off you weren't going to win that case. I remember at school we had to read a book. Okay. And it was like this famous guy and this famous author like combined their life story. Mm. And it's probably depressing because that's all we had to read at yeah, school. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, but it, it was mainly the famous actor director, I don't know what the fuck he does story, mm-hmm. but yeah, like they've added parts from the author to spice it up. We read the whole book, watched the movie, halfway through the essay I found out that he was a convicted pedophile, <laughs> and I like had a strike in class because I refused to write something about a piece of shit, yeah. and the teacher thought I was cruel. I'm concerned about your teacher's He also did a very offensive impression of, um, not George, the other one in Of Mice and Men. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. 
Oh, um, oh Lenny. That's that's, yeah, he, I don't know, that's a bad thing. Because he was one of those people that really got into oh, yeah. reading stories. He used to read them in the voices. Names. Oh no. Yeah, in the voices. And yeah. Did the, he ever read manga? <laughs> There'd be a lot of Asian screaming. He, he would have done some offensive. What do you call them? Stereotypes. No. Accents, Impressions. Yeah. Yeah, because right. he would do one of Paul Lenny. Yeah. But why did Kai is a high school teacher? Why is it always depressing things that you have to read? Because high school's the most depressing time of your life. Have you forgot what movie Forty Three showed us with yeah, that homeschool no. kid? Because that's easy to um find like the meaning and stuff in it, and it deals with complex um situations that like it'll help you develop mentally with if you are put into a similar position like uh, what it actually means they're teaching you to move through your depression while they like slowly confine you into a cubicle forever because that's what school is it's just training you to be a fucking item yes um so so the richard donna superman movies were really really good and they were pioneers at the time and we can thank that 1978 movie for literally the entire marvel universe um the trouble is how singer went about it Brandon Ruth looks good as Superman, but he wasn't given anything to do. Um, he never throws a punch in this movie, and he was much better used as the Adam in the CW. I know Trey didn't particularly like him, but he was like the exact type of weird dork who would make a shrinking machine. I don't, like, because you did this last time, you bring up how he doesn't even throw a punch. I don't think you can give it negativity. That. It's just that he stands around moping about how he abandoned his pregnant girlfriend. Yeah, but don't abandon her then. What does that have to do with yeah, throwing the punch, Toby? He just walks You're around going, I'm more than a bird. That Spider-Man cartoon from the 90s, he does only throw like three punches. Yeah, but that was written really well and it was a good time exactly. and then he screamed at Shocker. Yeah, I'm just oh, saying, man. don't bring it down because he doesn't throw a punch. Alright, I like when he stops the plane bring crash at the start. Shit. Because I always like when superheroes stop a plane from crashing. Except when Batman does it in Rebirth because it's Batman. Yeah, New 52 Flash did it way better. And Supergirl in the first episode of that show. But Superman Returns isn't a Superman movie. It's about abandoning your pregnant wife and the relationship drama that might cause. Oh, Yeah, and I'm pretty sure the dude from Sonic's there. Isn't he the, um... Isn't he, um, Dick Buck from Anchorman 2? <laughs> Maybe. Jack Lorne. I don't know. Pretty sure Jack Lane. Maybe. I love that. Jack Lane. Meanwhile, the villain's scheme is real estate again. I get that he wanted to pay homage to the original movies, but you can't just straight up pull Otisberg into this movie again. Um, and the rules on Kryptonite don't work. Good old thing. Good old hey, movie. Don't lift a continent made out of Kryptonite if you're Superman. Oof. Oof. And then get sick after he put it back down. Oh, <laughs> just send it. That's just what I keep saying. Up off. Yep. Oh. Those are some Queensland slangs. Hey, good, good for you guys. Good for you. Do, do you guys have any other reboots you want to talk about? Sabrina's a current reboot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good mm-hmm. one. I like that they rebooted the comic as well as the TV show. Yeah. It's the just a line really wide. Cool. Do the whole dang it's, thing. It's a very confusing, like, what's rebooting what. I think it all comes from the original Archie comics. Yeah. 
but I, I have watched both and I can honestly say the two TV shows are very different. Yeah. yeah very. Different. One's just harmless sitcom, the other one's like Satan drama. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's no, Toby, they're both Satan drama, just one has a, a reason. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. The, the, um, Riverdale's just, like, finished up its third season. I watched the two episodes of that. Sorry, buddy. You've watched, like, eight without me because I stopped caring about occult <laughs> and also D&D that makes the kids overdose. Yep. And, um, also a child owning a boxing ring and murders a man and gets away with it. He's not pretty enough to be Archie. Yes, he is. He's very pretty, thank you. Nah. I yeah. think... Cuddles. It would be very yeah, cool I to know pretty. what it was like. Yeah. yeah. No, I think he's pretty. Alright, like, it's okay. When did Archie come out? I don't know, like, very Archie old. Archie Yeah, old. like, I reckon it would Fact have been... Fact check, Dorito Queen. It probably would have been really cool to actually read it way back then, because something standing that long of time... 1939. Yeah, yeah well, Batman's like, here. So yeah, that's something like Batman and Superman and stuff. They're that old and they're awesome. Like, it probably would have been cool to be in that time yeah. and experience it when it was new. Yeah, run, obviously it was good. Running around your nice little fucking suburban community trading comics with the other kids on summer break and stuff, having a good old time. No, no, I don't, I don't want to talk What about is your kids. problem? <laughs> I found one of the original comic covers from Mochi. Yeah? <laughs> what do you got? It's pretty is entertaining. It on the screen or on your phone? Ladies and gentlemen, we got Pep Comics. Pep. Oh, he's got the big Pepe. old buck teeth, and Captain America's there, but also it's Doctor Fate, but blue and green. Captain Commando. No, it's Captain America, all right. You um, can now see why I giggled. That's, it, that's what I mean. How the fuck can this become Riverdale? Still be a thing now. Yeah, longevity is an impressive oh thing God. sometimes. The thing, the oh. thing that you have to remember though is, adolescence is a never-changing. Thing. And trying yeah, to pick which girl you should be. Like everyone can like. Well, that's a beat we can all dance to. Yeah, ev- everyone can understand it and can find something in it that relates to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you'd have parents would have read Archie as a kid and probably chucked it away in a cupboard, and then their kids would come across it, and then like, so on yeah. and so forth. But, and then you have people that go back and read it like as adults because they're like oh i remember this being something that was engaging when i was a teenager yeah and then like it's a whole different thing because they read it you know um what's that word nostalgically yeah Um, but that's what i mean like back in the 30s i'm pretty sure there wouldn't have been much like many good things for that like for going through that part of life and i mean we know superman and batman weren't covering that sort of lifestyle like i'm sure there wasn't many things for that back then yeah it's like when you show a 14 year old big mouth i I don't think it's as edgy as big mouth is it would have been though that's the thing back then if you didn't wear socks and someone saw your ankle they all had to go to therapy yeah because they're like i'm having bad thoughts Oh, it was a play in the early 2000s. That would have been nuts. A fun game is to go onto Google, if you're listening, try this out, and look up Archie out of context and just look at weird panels. Oh. It's good. There's a picture here of Archie, and this man in a pink suit goes, 
would you care to watch us do some shooting? And the dude in the green suit goes, yes, I've always wanted to see Archie shoot. And he's got himself a pie. Oh. They're going to shoot him. <laughs> They're going to shoot him. a pie. Oh. Okay. Um, I was trying to be strict about the rules of reboot when I was, you know, compiling my list. Uh, Batman Begins can't be a reboot because the original movies were A, comic book adaptations, B, the originals were not technically connected. There wasn't, like, a franchise universe. Like a James Bond style of random movies here and there, don't worry about it. But this one I absolutely had to bring up, and that is, um, Police Story. It was a four-movie Hong Kong crime action franchise. Starring a serious and gritty Jackie Chan, which is weird when you look at present day and it's like around the world in 80 days and that one where he had a suit that was smart or something. Hang on, around the, around the world in 80 days isn't a present day film. Uh, well, his Hong Kong movies are way grittier than his Western movies. Thank you. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I just wanted yeah. that distinction in there. No, no distinct, all bad. Um, from... The, these movies were good from 1985 to 1986, um, and then they just sort of went away. But in 2004, they came back to the franchise, and holy shit, did they come hard. Seriously, watch The Dark Knight from 2008, and then go back and see how many stunts and cool things Nolan had had to have taken from this movie. Uh, it's called New Police Story, which is a good way to reboot a franchise. Just call it the first movie, but new at the start. Oh. New Terminator. New. New Riverdale. I mean, they literally did New Adventures of Batman. Yeah. So I guess that's oh, fine. Oh no. Um. Yep. Yeah, so the you know the scene where Joker's on the road and he's like hit me to the the oncoming traffic. Yeah. That's here. Uh, the hostages dressed like the terrorists is here. The let her go, and then the other guy says poor choice of words and drops the person bit. That's there. And a bunch of others that would spoil the shit out of this movie, so I won't say them. Um, Jackie Chan's character in this one is a failure. Accidentally taking his team into a Saw-level death trap, coincidentally made the same year that Saw was in development. Um, He becomes a washed-up drunk with nothing to live for, um, and then he's partnered up with this young dude named Frank. Why? Hong Kong movie with a dude in it named Frank. Um, and they have to bring down the mask-wearing, fun-loving gang that killed his his teammates. Um, it's seriously fucking awesome and worth your time. It's good. There's a fight scene in a Lego store. Uh, the movies were rebooted again in 2013, but for a movie that came out the same year as Spider-Man 2 and Hellboy, it, like, its effects and its stunts and everything feels really, really good. I'm glad. Have I made you watch that one before? No. I've watched it, like, like a I bunch of times. probably watched it four times. It doesn't... Didn't care. No, this one's dope. This isn't one of those, hey, watch Frankenhooker with me. This is like an actual movie. Yeah, I remember when I shoved it's, a it's copy a... of Frankenhooker under the seat of your car and then you sold it? Yeah. Well, Joke's on you. I have a Blu-ray. That's Joke's on them. It's bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's got my car now is having a fucking ball with that movie. Yeah. That was funny. The drone was cool. <laughs> <laughs> you good? <laughs> I've been just excited that this cat likes me. Oh, this has got a cat friend. Yeah, yeah she was sitting on the thing us. and I was like, excuse me, and she looked over and she was like, oh, hi. And then she came and decided to lay with me. Huh. Well, I have a friend. Why hey, does my cat like everybody else more than me? I don't know, man, but if you like cats, rate and review the podcast. <laughs> I like my reboot. 
Which, he's dingling on the edge. No, no, no. A baby cat's not a reboot of cats. That's how this works. I don't want a reboot of Powerpuff Girls. I don't. I'm sick of all the Powerpuff Girl reboots. Yeah, you've got that one. You've got the one with the ugly animation style, and then you got the one where the guy creating it put himself retroactively into the universe, then had a serious relationship with Blossom, which I find fucked up. But also, they added a black one because diversity that's forced into things. I don't know, they should have just brought Bunny back. Anyone who remembers Bunny from the original Powerpuff Girls is upset I brought it up. No, I, I just think they did all these shitty, gritty reboots of things and they ignored some of the things that would have done the best, like Power Rangers. Yeah, we discussed. We've all seen that YouTube video. We, yeah, that that works good in Dark Gritty World. Um, exactly. we discussed this last time we recorded this episode, where they're doing li- live action adaptations of all the Disney classics, mm. whereas ones that have a less like a smaller fan base, but would translate a lot better. Yeah, um, more movies we decided were Treasure Planet. Yeah. And Atlantis. Atlantis, because those two would work amazingly in these live action reboot era. I I agree with whoever's agreeing with me. I like. I'd like Princess and the Frog just for all the bad dude stuff. Would be cool. It's also got that classic animation that they don't do anymore because they sabotage that shit so they don't have to pay for it anymore. Disney! Oh! Stop getting on your high horse, Mr. DC, with your crappy manga animation. Yeah, uh-huh. Superman's neck is a fucking truck. It doesn't look like manga. I don't know where you get that from, but it looks shit. It does look very shit. It doesn't look... Do you remember when the DC animated movies were, like, loosely based on the style of the comic itself that they're basing shit no. on? That was dope. Year One did that. Frank Miller's Dark Knight did that. Killing Joe came back and did it a little bit, but not as much. Under the Red yeah, Hood was doing its own yeah, thing. That's a one. She used to be pretty, yo. Be pretty. Yeah, like the poster. Ladies and gentlemen, be pretty. Good. Yeah, yeah, the poster looks so much better. I didn't than even know the trailer was out, and then I watched it. I'm like, hmm. I watched half of it, and I'm like, I don't fucking care. I'm sick of how these look. Yeah, they, they don't look very pretty. Like they didn't look pretty when they started doing that shit. Now, now it's all the they do. Story and it has incredible art. If you're not going to somehow outdo Jim Lee, don't do it because it's not going to be better. Should just done it in the Bruce Tim style. Fuck it. Um, hey, if you so like Hush, if you like Hush, you should listen to our two-part episode about Hush. Yeah. yeah. That was like that was two, two months ago. Bad catalog. You fuck it. That was like two years ago. You, you are. Yeah, you are. Hey, the mummy was bad. Mm. <laughs> Talk about that a little bit. I didn't watch it. Because it looked bad. My bones. No bones. My bones cracked. Mummies have bones. <laughs> Very good. I think... That's <laughs> Um, I think whether or not you've seen the Brendan Fraser mummy movies, you still know what they are. They're kind of an unofficial classic of 1999. Um, whether you've seen them or... Heard about them or well, just a fan of Brendan Fraser? Yep, the Who's Mummy the Returns ride. Is Brendan Fraser? Oh, I know what you're talking about. You don't have to Google that yourself. I should know it just from Big because he's the dude who looks like Brendan Fraser. Because like one of the Nathan Fillion. Oh wow! That's not who I was thinking of. No, they're the same guy. She wants to be my friend. Whoa. <laughs> oh. Um. 
So when I think of failed reboots in recent memory, aside from um, Hellboy and Saw, inevitably, and Chucky, mm. which I've seen the images of now, no. No bad. Rub the creator's nose in it. Like a, like a bad cat. Um, yep. So when I think of shitty reboots, uh, 2017's Mummy comes up. An attempt to be the Marvel Cinematic Universe and nothing else, The Mummy was Universal's introduction to the Dark Universe. <gasps> Put some thunder effects there, Kaya Steen. You know we've been doing this for like Yeah. And we have two five-star reviews on fucking iTunes. Heck yeah. No one's bothered to write a damn thing. They just click the stars and move on. That's very nice. I don't think I was either of them. That's good. That's, that's good. Yeah. And I know it's not mum because she don't know Facebook. how to do it. Yeah, I know. You don't follow us on Facebook. You missed out on a sweet picture of the chick from Willy Wonka. Maybe we've already known that that thing came out. Hmm. The Chris Brown song. Chris Chris Brown. Chris Rock, sorry. I want Jay Z to direct a horror movie. Okay. His life is a horror movie. Oh, scary misses. Nah, um, Ivy Blue was bidding on artwork and he's like, Do you think maybe you've spent enough? And she gave him the evil death stare and then kept bidding. What? I don't know, she's like a toddler. Oh, wow. Alright, so. I know the children's names. I saw it on Facebook earlier today. Um, this movie is trying to bring the classic monsters to a new audience. That's what the Dark Universe is. Um, the movie begins with Dr. Jekyll, yep, from Jekyll and Hyde, uh, narrating the setup for the movie, which they couldn't possibly fit in it because it's too busy being a commercial for a universe to fit the actual plot points of the movie inside the movie. Brendan Fraser was a charming goofball in the original movies, kind of like Ash in the, you know, Evil Dead movies. He's dumb and arrogant, but still kind of can do what he's shit talking oh, about sure. yeah you know how they're like oh I got this I'm great and then immediately be a dumbass but also succeed anyway you know that perfect balance yeah yeah he's got that down pat um it's a good character trope that we enjoy looking at it's always fun Ash Williams Archer probably a third example uh, would you say Flynn from Tangled kind of yeah yeah yes. Yeah. I don't know who the fuck that is. That's his real name. Oh, shit. His nose, they just can't get it right. No, they can't. I remember. I think he definitely fits up. Yeah, dudes like that are great to watch. Um, Yeah, this one comes off very cliche. Boring stuff and unnecessary, and it's a shit movie. The the question I want to ask here is, did you guys want a Universal Monsters reboot? Kind of. Or are you fine with it as it is? No, I want it. Kind of. I enjoy the old ones, but I, I like bad movies, ones. so I don't know what to tell you. They're not bad, they're just, they're just products old. of their time. Very much yeah. so. But Which, I, hey, guys, if you have something that's technically not okay to show today, just make sure you point out it's a product of its time. It's a completely different thing. Screw you, Disney. Yeah, remember when we watched Charlie's Angels and had a bunch of weird foreshadowing about 9-11? Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't ban the movie. It just didn't... It just wasn't yet. Yeah. It's fine. It didn't mean I was, it. I was pointing a finger more at you. Know. At Disney being ashamed of, like, their slavery videos. It's not slavery. They definitely had racist videos. They definitely had And that's fine, because that was what it was well, in those days. Well, it's not okay to bring it up now, because it's not okay now. Like, 
That's a bit no, of a different... But, no, don't what, make another no. movie about it, but don't ban the old ones, is what she's so saying. So what Warner Brothers has been doing with the old cartoons is that they show a clip beforehand. They got a little disclaimer. And it yeah. explains that the cartoon that you're about to watch is a product of its time... Um, you know, Warner Brothers no longer supports what's in it, however believes it's important to show this content. Don't make a change.org thing about it. You know, because it is a thing that happened and... It's almost like a... It sucks, but it's still a thing that happened. It's like a museum artifact at this point. No, 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 no. Never happened. We didn't... We never did anything about it. And it's like, well, if you didn't do this ever... And everybody knows that it happened, then we wouldn't be where we are today. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think there's a difference between a history lesson and teaching people. Old animation should be treated like stuff in a museum, you know? No, but like I, one of the ones that I remember the most seeing was the um, what's his called Bugs Bunny one, where it was during the Vietnam War, and he's incredibly racist. He does say some offensive things. I'm not going to repeat on that. History lesson that is just racist. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, but back then it wasn't. It's not a propaganda. Still made you a terrible person. It it probably did. It's literally the equivalent of the Uncle Sam pointing at your ass, being like, "I want what is it? A few good men." Shut up. That's completely different to what we're No, it's propaganda no. to support the troops. That's yeah, exactly that's, the fucking same. Was, one just moves, the other one's just a still video. But you I saw Colonel. I found. I saw Colonel Sanders in Target the other day. Oh. Are you going to explain that to me, or is it just going to be a weird out of no, context I, sentence no, you keep I telling me? I legitimately saw what I believe to be Colonel Sanders. Walking through Target the other day. God, our town's so weird and inbred The man looked identical. Why he was wearing a white shirt. I did not see his pants. I cannot confirm if he Because he'll be dressed like a southerner. Well, you guys all shut up because he's always yelling at me for getting off topic. Go, get off topic. Like, what was, was the one we say. spoke about in the Betty Boop episode? It was like... Bimbo? Yeah, is that his name? Oh, no, no, no. You're talking about, um... Started with a B, though. Barney. No. <laughs> he was a little animation dude. Yeah, but that wasn't like the animation yeah. is bad because back then it was back like stuff. it was mean like that. Like they did racist animation. Oh. I thought it was a monkey, honestly. <laughs> That's what I mean. It, it's not good, but you're not going to watch that and take away something bad if you're a dumb kid. But if you watch like that Bugs Bunny one where he says things to the Asian people about <laughs> don't, their eyes, don't say it. If you're a kid, you listen. <laughs> That's not the Mexican. Sorry. Sorry. That's not the Mexican. Rock lobster. Hey, we had some technical difficulties, <laughs> but we're back now. The bottom line is, um, some things are racist and some are history lessons. Yeah. So if they're all rated R, it's okay. There should be a board that goes through them and says, like, that one is mean. That is just fucked. <laughs> that one's bullying. One it's just how things look yeah. back. Like, I don't... I, I like that Warner Brothers are letting people decide rather themselves. than just tarring everything with one brush. Mm. Um, because 
it opens up the chance for parents to talk to children about stuff. Histories and such. Like, and that's the whole purpose of a lot of shows today. Like, the whole thing about Big Mouth or 13 Reasons Why or stuff like that was to try and get parents and kids talking about things that are usually uncomfortable to talk about. It makes an open dialogue. I did absolutely fail at that. Woohoo! It doesn't say once, don't commit suicide. Doesn't it glorify it doesn't, the yeah, whole absolutely. act? Absolutely. Yeah, suicide is badass. That four seconds really made up for the like ten hours of pro suicide show. Don't they put a broom in a man's butt? It's fucking yeah. terrible. Wow, let's yeah, reboot that. It was supposed to be like yeah. originally they had planned for it to be that you would watch it with your kids and be like, "Hey, do you have similar feelings? You know, yeah, do I you know if do you have a broom stuck in your ass? Yeah, like it was supposed it was supposed to be like that." And it just didn't go that way. It, and it, was like, it went one of two very like separate ways. Yeah, yeah they, they could have done it a lot. Definitely. But that's what I'm saying. Like, by Warner Brothers sitting there and going, "Look, this is something that we did take out of circulation, but we're putting it back in, and we're letting you know this is a product of when it was made. It's not something that we endorse today. It's not something that's you know." Good you today. Should, no, well, it's not something that you should, you know, copy copy today. Yeah. However, this was part of what happened. It's part this of history. Is what it was like to be alive when this was made, mm-hmm. and you know, this is the character and the show and that that like if you remember back to the nineties, everything was an ad for anti drug and anti alcohol yeah. and anti. Yeah. Welcome to like, a very special episode of every fucking sitcom ever. But that's how they thought educating people on those kinds of things was best. But I think it's yeah, it's good for that sort of thing, but it definitely can fail pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Like, it can go too far. Like, we were the type of dumb kids that if we saw something and thought, like, that's funny or that's cool, we absolutely repeated it. But all yeah, it takes dude. is one kid not to listen to their mum, and now he's at school making fun of the Asian kid. And that's why I think it needs to be done better than just saying, hey, No, but that's the this. thing, okay? So if you have a kid that watches something like this, and they're not having that conversation with, their parent or their parent has that conversation with them and says, look, this is why this is not okay. This is Th- These are the same bad parents that let their kids play Grand Theft Auto, though. It's all it's... the same shit. No, I think kids are too dumb for this shit. <laughs> Can't argue with that. But that's because a lot of kids they're aren't going to listen really to their parents either when they but say this But that's because they've been, you know, coddled for so long. Yeah. It's because everyone's out there and went, oh, don't tell them anything because, you know... It's it's better that we keep them in the dark and keep them in the innocence. No, hey, the world is pretty crappy and it's always been pretty crappy, but every couple of years we learn, hey, that's crappy and we don't have to stand for it. Hmm. Mm. You know, I just, I think that's, that's my moral takeaway here. Okay. And we're really off the topic of free books. <laughs> do you guys have any others you wanted to discuss before we do a homework real quick? I think nice, quick, easy homework. I think that that 
um, Alice in Wonderland live action was a pretty good reboot of the animated. And it is the first one was definitely better. That, that's a sequel though. They're not reboots, they're sequels. They kind of are. Uh, this yeah. is like the no, argument we have about a difference. It is a sequel. Yeah, it just I'm looks agreeing. different. Yeah. It's a it's a reboot of the of the books. It's a sequel of the film. Yeah. Yes. Because it's very different to what the original like thing is. Matt had a head big old eyebrows. Like the Jabberwocky yeah. and that are from the book series. The Bubbadook. Yeah, Jabberwocky. Jabberwocky and the Babadook are friends. No. <laughs> um, they're buddies. They've it's all got fun names. The books and not from the animated film. Yeah. And also, another very good reboot is The Cinderella with Brandy in it. Brandy. I don't know if she's the, the drink? No, she she was an African American lady and she sings really good. Okay. And, and Whoopi Goldberg was the Queen Mother and. There was an Asian guy that was the prince, and I'll show it to you later. It was great film. I'm looking forward to that. Homework time, everybody. We did it. I hope this episode happens so we don't have to do this again. Yes. What are some reboots you're excited about? There's a lot of bad ones coming. A lot of bad ones coming. Are there any that aren't bad? Well, we don't know yet because they haven't come. Are there any that don't make you roll your eyes at the tediousness of Hollywood? I'm excited about Aladdin. Okay. Yeah. First reviews are coming out. They're pretty favourable. Cool. Mm. They say that it's it's definitely oh. self-aware and it's not trying to be the animated, which I think is pretty good. Um, the Chucky ones are coming out and I'm not keen. I'm excited to hear Mark Hamill do it, mm. but I could very easily just listen to like a book on tape of it so I don't have to look at that shit Chucky doll. <laughs> but one I am excited about for is the Jane Silent Bob reboot. Yeah. Does it... Like, I didn't care much because you got, like, Moose Jaw and Yoga Hoses and Tusk and all those weird ones. What the hell was Moose Jaw? Because I it's, remember there was always three and I heard about two of them. But both it's Jaws so but with a moose. Nice. Fuck me. But this, this like, um on the Jonas and Bob YouTube channel, they would, do, they would, like, run in a documentary as they were shooting the new reboot. And the second you see, like, the Nails cigarettes poster and the movies logo and everything, it's, it's I don't know, maybe refreshing's the word, but it's nice to see, like, all that stuff back again. Because that was a universe I very gladly, like, spent a lot of time in. And it's been a long time, you know? It's exciting to come back. And it feels genuine. It doesn't feel like a cheap cash-in. Yeah. What, what about... What about you? Um, I just found a list and I went through a couple and now I'm kind of excited for some. Okay. There's apparently a live action reboot of the Jetsons. Ew. Which I'm down with. Ew. The live action Flintstones no, like is it. what's coming to my brain. I like the live cool. action Flintstones. It was fun. Yabba dabba don't. I remember you loving it, Toby. I don't even remember it. I remember Flintstones rock bowling kicking ass. Um, one show that... Very, you know, surrounded by a lot of controversy. Mm-hmm. The Connors. Originally, it was Roseanne, mm-hmm. and then they tried to re- bring back Roseanne, and the main lady got in a lot of trouble. She said and something so racist, and then they, they got killed mad. her off, and they made a spin-off series so that they could still do the reboot just without her in it. Oh. Um, and I, I don't know where this sits on the reboot, remake, re sequels. Gale. Mm-hmm. But Veronica Mars! Yay! 
Because it is technically a reboot, but they haven't made it clear yet whether it is a sequel to what they've done, or... It's very confusing at the moment, but it's happening and I'm excited for it. Oh no. And I hope that Australia gets it. Really, I fucking doubt it at this point. We don't get shit. Trade, do you have a reboot that's ooh, so good? Okay, then. Too bad. <laughs> it's not happening. I am here to stay. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, Alfredo is a good side dish. Yay! All right, there you go. And everyone's back on back on Team Toby again. All right, everybody, this has been School of Wayward Nerds. I have come out on top, and I'm Toby DePaula. No, no one wants the weird three fucking 3D Rugrats. Get that out of here. Um, all right, stay tuned for Kai's review on the PlayStation 1 game Rugrats Search for Reptile. But in the meantime, I've been joined by Kai Stainer, producer. I've been joined by Megan Chicatello and the White Collar. Um, this has been an episode about reboots. Uh, class dismissed. So long, sucker. Mm.